Hello, and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast. It is Tuesday, May 17th. Liverpool win the FA Cup. They're on for the fuck off. City nearly bottle it. Leeds hang on in the play of the season. But first, Mike, top four. It's on Spurs now. You're favored. We'll talk about Arsenal and where they win. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm in shock. I, I don't know why it, Arsenal showed up. Finally, they're just late. Um, uh, I would say that it was Spursy, if not for it, like there has to be a word about Mikel Arteta because he just bitches and complains so much all of the time, all season long, and the bottom falls out. Like he's gone in mm, I don't know five days from like wow, coach of the year candidate to like yeah, we get the it, fuck right? out. Yeah, 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 get out. He stinks. <laughs> And he doesn't take accountability for when shit goes wrong. That's either his fault or his own club. He's an idiot and he deserves to be sad for all of his days. And I am happy that Newcastle delivered. Uh, I didn't get overly excited when Spurs stomped on Arsenal on Thursday. I mean, it was, it was a thumping understood the red card. I'll say this. I thought the penalty was pretty soft. Mm. The red card was undeniably like, yo, you almost like knocked. That was like a, what, should have happened to Rudiger with with De Bruyne last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. So so that I mean, notwithstanding, um, they just it was one I've seen Spurs not show up for big games like that. Arsenal just didn't show up, and it was awesome. Um, <laughs> but so I even said I was like, look, they're going to kick the shit out of Arsenal. I genuinely believe that, but I don't think it's going to matter because they're going to win yeah. their next. Well, now game. now it matters. You've got but now. You've got all you a, need. Does a draw get you through? All you need is a draw away to Norwich, and you're in. You're and about as thing, on the beach as on the beach could be. Now, and, yeah. if Spursy is real, this is the Spursiest game to Spursy. Spursy is real, but it's not just Tottenham. It's not this real. <laughs> it's not this. Well, no, it's, it's just not Tottenham, right? <laughs> Arsenal took it this season. Their St. Totteringham's Day uh-huh. died yesterday at Newcastle, and it's just <laughs> chef's kiss. It's beautiful. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna run through. I'm gonna run through scores, and we have some yeah. midweek games, and then we'll go into. The, we don't have to do the final week, but we do have to do the midweek games. Here we go. Spurs won. We just talked about it. Their xG was two Whoa, over Burnley. Burnley, one uh, one. Brighton versus Leeds. Leeds picked oh. this one up in the 96th minute. Bedlam in the Ellen Road. Momentarily uh, out of the drop zone. Yeah, momentarily. Yes, because there's more games. But Leeds. Do have the point they need. It's a huge point. Uh, Gerhardt's cross. He develops a cross from the corner of the box. It's incredible. I shared it with the guys. Uh, Watford are long gone and dead. Leicester win 1-5. Wolves 1-1 at Norwich. Wolves are... Uh, in the battle of our two sweetheart friends, Aston Villa won. Chelsea, Crystal Palace won. Those teams are kind of like, eh. And then my team nearly fucking blow it 2-2 in London. Now I have to worry. And then your game where you made lots of money. Everton 2, Brentford 3. Everton looked good here, but then red cards happened. Then they got another goal, but Brentford going to Brentford, and they're really good. They get the away win. But uh, Everton are in good shape. And then today our friends from Arsenal lose 2-0 at Newcastle, and it's not really close. And we do have to say, tomorrow, 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 Liverpool, today, excuse me, Liverpool play Southampton, which is weird. And then there's a couple of midweek games uh, on Thursday that are make-up weeks for week 33, week 18, week 27, Everton Palace, Aston Villa, Burnley, Chelsea, Leicester. Uh, Officially, Chelsea have clinched the Champions League for next season. And I would like to go to the London Stadium uh, and talk about my team. (laughs) So City are limping into the finish here. And we had the great experiment of the the great Cancelo at left back, Fernandinho at left center back, Laporte at right back, the other way around, uh, Laporte at left, left center back, and then uh, Zinchenko on the other side. So this is not the backline city we're hoping for against West Ham, who were really game for this game. My favorite son and yours, Mr. Jared Bowen, on the break twice, lights up City. West Ham were really good and about as bad a first half as City could play. Up front, City do their normal rotations. 
They they wrote they basically the midfield always stays the same with either with um De Bruyne and Silva and Rodri and the front three just swap. <laughs> so it was now the turn of Jesus, Mares, and Grealish to play, and they didn't really create much in the first half. And this looked like uh 1920 City where we're incredible and the second anything happens and we lose the ball and the ball's going the other way you're like oh fuck this is terrible this is it was Otamendi all over again did you say 19 oh 19-20 yeah 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 19-20. i thought you meant like i was like oh oh 1923 manchester city we all remember that team <laughs> no i mean <laughs> the one the the city team that um only had 86 point 83 points but had a goal difference of like 80 and scored yeah. 107 goals but somehow managed to lose nine games which still blows my mind because we lost to like wolves four times even though we only played them twice yeah just getting killed on the break xg Mm -hmm. through the roof uh city were xg through the roof in this game really second half a massive fight back Grealish gets one back it was going to be the Grealish game uh usually happens city were taking shots from outside the box and you kind of kind of every time it happened i was thinking fernandinho was going to have a company spot and then Rodri was going to have a company spot where you like you need this goal to get back in it then we get a, a lucky own goal thank god from Kufal that city pulls level and it looks like we're cruising Jesus was fantastic he's been fantastic these last two months he's been probably city's best player along with Kevin De Bruyne he draws a penalty that they aren't going to call and by a miracle of science VAR calls it back the other way. They tried to fuck City, but this time they couldn't do it. <laughs> that was a penalty, right? Oh, that, like, that was a was penalty a, that twice was a penalty on Sunday. All day and long. it was Sunday, so it was two penalties. Um uh, well, yeah. let's stop here. Yeah. Yes. Riyad Mahrez is your penalty taker. Yes. He's your res- resident penalty guy. He's the best guy we have. Um is he? Or is he yes. just the guy who takes them the most? Uh, he's the best guy we have. So you didn't feel anything. No. Tinging, twinning it. Oh, you no, 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 no. When I, I, I know that he takes our penalties, but when I saw his face, I was like, he wants no part of this fucking. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if there was ever, a, I was like, he, he was chewing his lip. I was like, and, this and is see, a disaster. During, during the review. I remember, I think Pep was talking to Jesus and I was like, this makes sense. Like he should oh, go. Oh, he's take... terrible on penalty. City have a weird thing. We're bad on penalties. No, I know it's because you don't have a striker. But <laughs> no, I, it's I... not that. It's we don't have a. I'm fucking scoring these goals, guys. See, that was De, De Bruyne scores. Oh, of course, but he's he's. It was we. You you. Mares is the guy. It's weird. I can't answer it because De Bruyne has this weird tendency of hitting posts. But he was so hot, you'd think that he'd be the guy. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not overthinking it. He he struck he struck the ball well, but I mean Fabianski is literally second all time in penalty saved in the Premier League, so he we don't get it, um, and we draw. So what felt like a really positive point to get the comeback is a deflation because we missed a penalty, but City just have to win. So we yeah. go to the final day and. You know, it's not going to be a now Liverpool don't have to do crazy goal. They don't have to try and score goals now. They just have to hope City lose. They just have to play. Yes. Um, so, you know, this is where we are. This is where I'm at. Uh, it's it's appropriate. It's 20. It's 93, 20 all over again. Are we going to get some two goal down game? It did have that feeling of being down in a game that you're supposed to win. But I mean, West Ham are not slouches like. Antonio no. was good, and he and they went after City's backline. Like they were ready, though they were they were that stadium was buzzing. The whole Mark mm-hmm. Noble tribute before the game, like they mm-hmm. were they were coming for you, and they let you know it. They're not bitches. That's a good team. Yeah, they really, really are good, and I I've liked watching them play all season. I mean, that is a team that sits behind the ball that does not feel like Burnley sitting behind the ball. Right? It feels like. They are threatening, and it doesn't feel like a Mourinho-Chelsea team or a Mourinho-United team. It's active defending. I I was going to say, they're they're sitting behind the ball with with reckless abandon for their own health almost, right? They're like, as soon as they're waiting to springboard into attack. Whereas they're direct. Mikel Antonio gets the ball, and they are off, right? Like, I feel like Antonio and Bowen are like a shit 
Kane and Son in a weird way. Like, if there's a shitty <laughs> version of them, it's them. And Antonio Which doesn't score goals, version, but he yeah. does. He does. What the fuck is that? There's a weird noise. He does fuck shit up. Like, he's always, like, bum-rushing people. And Fernandinho was, God love him, was petrified. He was like, this yeah. is going to go bad for me. Um, and, you know, they did knock him over. Fernandinho did do his Fernandinho magic where he smiles and kicks you and throws you on the ground. And he's like, well, I didn't do anything. Um, but, yeah, so Laporte, it's scary. We've and got going to have to win the league against Aston Villa and Ollie Watkins with those four fucking clowns back there. I was going to say, do you want to talk about – because we've got the Thursday show too. Do yeah. you want to go deep into – uh, a championship Sunday preview on Thursday in each game, or do you want to do that now? Or do you want to do you want to kind of keep going through what has happened and figure out where we stand currently and what that probably looks like on, after Sunday? Well, I mean, I think you know the game. The season's winding down, and we're both fucking pushed to the uh, edge, exhausted. exhausted. Thank, by the way, like, by the way, full stop. If you're here with us still, we fucking love you. We don't even love ourselves at this point. Yeah, yeah. This grind. It is, is a long one. We love everybody who's come along the way with us. How about how about this though? We feel this way doing two games a week. What about the players? They must be just dead. Fuck them. I'll tell you why. <laughs> they get paid two hundred grand a week. Okay, I don't get paid two hundred grand a week. <laughs> we don't get paid anything. I um, would I would do a show every day if we did two hundred grand a week. Now uh, I will I will be remiss. So we talked about city. Um, you know, it's just win or go home. That's it. And I swear to fucking Christ, if the Etihad is not loud and we don't get flags and fucking violence and and flares and meeting the bus and like we need city need fucking Everton level like we're going down. Like, yeah, just I don't I, I don't I'm perfectly willing to call out. It's city a coronation fans. day. Yeah. Like. There's no reason that City can't have that same fucking level of passion. They For used to day? have it. Sure. Just let's fucking go. Like, Pep already called out the team. He already called out the fans. He's like, we're going to be at home with our people, and I expect it to be whatever. He's always doing that because, listen, I'm not from Manchester. I'm not from East Manchester. I don't understand it. I, that's a caveat, right? I don't know. But why City can't muster the same amount of doom and energy as ever to like you're gonna let the listen mancunians you're gonna let those scuzzy scousers fucking be better at football than you go fucking set some fires look at hey, everton they set fires every week at, to the point look at everton like, hey, fighting stop. for their lives look at look at spurs spurs that was showed up that was a great crowd they were angry there was malintent it was awesome i, I, I saw a burnley fan give a give a nazi salute but I tried to give it context. Yeah, you know, more of a they Sean were singing "We Are the Yids" a lot, so I was like, uh, "Well, kind of makes sense." Burnley, uh, Burnley's more of a Sean Dyche Nazi energy. <laughs> it does so. have a little bit of a right wing energy to it. A working oh, class energy. Yeah. I yeah. don't think they're Nazis. I don't. I, ben Me was very cool when they flew that Burnley's for uh, white people only. Whatever, white lives matter. He was very cool about being like, "That's not fucking cool." But yeah, Burnley, that was weird. Um, but yeah, my team. I I I'm not nervous. I, there's no reason that Aston Villa should beat City, especially at home. But I do have fear of Fernandinho. Like, I don't care about this left foot, right foot shit. Play Ake and fucking Laporte together, or shift the whole thing over. Like, let Laporte play left back, or just like, just not Zinchenko. Just be defensive. Get this thing done. Is that because don't you don't uh, support the Ukraine? Yes. I yeah. don't support the Ukraine. <laughs> I've never supported Ukraine. They have been Soviets their whole lives. I don't mean that, Pablo, my friend in Ukraine. They are their own people. But the side that the Russians have has actually never been Ukrainian. But don't tell any Ukrainians that. That's kind of <laughs> always been Russian-ish. <laughs> so let's talk about maybe the goal of the season. At the death, Leeds and Brighton. Talk to me so about good. your feelings through that. Because because we're we're all pulling for Leeds to, to pull out of this nose. Yeah, I done with with Burnley. Yeah. Yeah. Claret and blue, too many claret and blue it's teams. We've been yeah. saying it from the beginning. So we know Burnley are I mean sorry, we know Leeds are in trouble. They've lost Ailing to their own stupidity and they've lost uh their their striker uh James and they were fighting against, you know, your favorite team and mine, the beloved 
uh, and the, the they're deep and powerful Brighton. But away from home, you knew Ellen Road was going to be up for this. Uh, Lorente and Cooper were in, so that was a good sign for Leeds. And they did play, they played play the three. But what I'm curious about is who played striker. So Gelhard was playing striker along yes, with Rafinha right. and Harrison. So their attack was their best attack, and their defense was their best defense. Uh, but Gelhard is the one I want to go off on. This Young is not the striker. first time he's made uh, a significant impact late in the game as well. He did this, I think, in like the 97th minute uh, to tie. It was when they tied and won a game like a month and a half yeah. ago. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got just the two goals. Uh, just the two goals. They it's did win enormous. the Premier League Division Two when he was there at 18 years old. That's mm-hmm. not nothing. It's significant. He has played at Wigan or did come from Wigan. But he's 19 years old. They've needed him. And listen, this game was nothing to write home about. It was not, you know, they were being defensive. We know what Burnley can do. Burnley are tough, right? Yeah. Uh, it was 50-50 possession. They didn't have great passing accuracy. It was a war. Uh, Leeds did take shots. They had 21 shots. So they were on top and had chances. But the cross at the end of the game, it's in the right corner. Gelhard does like four moves to get past Lamptey and two other people. And he doesn't cross it the way you would expect it. It's like a toe poke cross to the back stick mm-hmm. for um, for Struke to put it home in the 92nd minute. I did see and that. The place just went bonkers. Yeah. And Ellen Road has that. So Leeds is one of those places, dirty, dirty Leeds. They are very much a we don't like us, nobody likes us, and we don't care kind of team. And that's that's what you want in Premier League. And I, I'm happy for Jesse Marsh. Uh, Leeds needed this game. They only have one game left, while both Burnley and Everton have two more games. Really, mm-hmm. it's Burnley. I think Everton are pretty safe at this point. Um, yeah. Because either one of them will take each other. Out, only, right? You're right, because only one of the three is going down at this point. Right. right? So, right. So they're Everton the... feel good. Yeah. But they still fine. need a result um, in their game in hand, which is Crystal Palace. And I think, I think, well, we'll see. Maybe not. I was going to say, I think one point may, may do it, but. Yeah, one not. point does it for them because their goal difference. Oh, it's not better than Burnley. Ooh. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's close. Yeah. So, it's close. <laughs> so one of two things has to happen, right? Like either they draw twice um, mm-hmm. and then they're, they're good. Or they draw and Burnley lose both games, in which case they're good, both on points and goal difference. Right. I mean, at this point, Leeds can stay up if Bur- if neither of them win. Like, right? This is actually both- interesting. So watching Burnley play Spurs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's 1-0. And usually Burnley kind of sit back and, and try and do, you know, basically what we were saying West Ham do. You know, what I was curious while watching that game, A, Spurs – did not let off the gas. They were good throughout. But also, Burnley kind of was like, you know what? Fine. We can't afford another goal, right? Like, we really – if because like I said, with the goal difference, if let's just say Spurs win that game 2-0, then it's minus 19. That – it sounds silly, but this is the the, the margins. Yeah, this, for them, chasing. the margins are very, very close. Like, they don't right. – they can't give up extra goals. But, I mean, if they're going to tie with, with leads, they're fine. It's not – but it's the goal difference against Everton that matters, right? Right. I don't think they're looking. I mean, for oh, the it's sake of super that. Fu- yeah, they couldn't get blown out. They need those two goals. Exactly. Right? And and it was interesting watching, and this is a good segue into Everton and Brentford, which was a very entertaining but not good game. Um, well, that's just everything Everton at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but like you said, you know, Goodison Park was going fucking bananas from, from the jump. Um, Anthony Gordon was like hopped up on steroids. He was everywhere early okay. in this one. Yeah. Um, they get the early goal and all hell breaks loose in Goodison at first in a good way. And then, you know, I, I think it was on 18 minutes. Yeah. I just don't understand what's <laughs> going on here. He's 19 years old. That's what yeah, I just, he's an Evertonian. Like what, what is he supposed to do? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, my heart went out for him, but I also, like I said, had a lot of money on Brentford. So at that <laughs> point I put more money on Brentford. Um, <laughs> Listen, and it was really, it was, it was, a matter it was of his time. third start of the season. Like, yeah. You know, you just, so it was a matter of time. Like they give Coleman the own goal on the 30 and 37 where Wissa actually had a great piece, you know, be, 
Wissa and, and Tony and Erickson were buzzing. And by they the way, Embuemo still fucking stinks, but Wissa <laughs> is a really good winger to pair with Tony. Yeah. Um, and so basically one of them is always open when Christian Erickson has the ball, which is bad yes. news. Yeah. Um, they're and really so, yeah, good, they, they only get one. They should have had two, maybe three. And just before halftime, Richarlison is – He's, by the way, diving like it is his job, which, frankly, it kind of It is, is. his job. It is his job. <laughs> uh, he draws a penalty on Beck Sorensen, who had a horrible first half. He uh, he had a yellow card. He had a, a couple of big mistakes. Yeah. Um, he could have been sent off for this as well, mm. uh, but it was one of those where I could tell the ref was like, listen, we fucked you guys. We ha- I had to give you that red card. But this one's on the house, essentially, right? Like, <laughs> so, uh, so they go up 2-1. But the thing is, is that now they're still down 10 men, and Brentford are still chomping at the bit. They get two goals in three minutes, one from Wissa, as I mentioned. Yeah, um, nice. I, I believe directly from Erickson. Uh, and, and then Rico Henry, three minutes later, puts it away uh, for Brentford. And, and I just – I don't see any redeeming qualities in Everton, and yet I'm still pulling for them. Like I just, I want them. Not well, I mean, to and then down. we have to remember Rondon gets a red at the end too. No, so. no, I know. Well, that was okay. I watched it in real time, and my brother and I were talking. Is about that a straight red? Is he out for the rest? It of is the a season? straight red. So he's and, gone too now. Yeah, and and he went in rash, and at full speed, I was like, I don't think that's a red, and I'm on delay all the time. And my brother goes, No, no, no just wait. And they show the replay. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't do that dude what the yeah, fuck are you doing yeah, and I mean, like when did he come on <laughs> he came the 84th on. minute yeah, yeah he was on for yeah. four minutes oh god that was hysterical yeah so so i mean listen everton are close i'm sure they wanted this game i think the emotion may have gotten to young uh young mr Braith- jared braithwaite that's spelled wrong with it with an a yeah, two a's I don't know what he's up to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Tony sold it. He did draw it. But, I mean, he did get tangled up. I think that's one of those things where you, you, it's it's hard as a young player in a relegation fight to have a ball go over the top and to kind of have the presence of mind to be like, I've got to st- – I'm the last man. I can't touch this dude. Yeah. I've got to let – either let him score or I was let the keeper – t- let him miss, right? Let, let the keeper right, right. make a move. If, if Tony goes in there, he scores, right? And it's 1-1. From an ever and in, in hindsight, being yeah, from an is, Everton perspective, that ha- you've got to let it go, right? But that's right. veteran stuff you got to learn. That's hard to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you obviously, I think you'd rather give the lead and keep the 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 manpower. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's uh, once that happened, it, it, the writing seemed to be on the wall, despite the Richarlison, you know, penalty at halftime, right on the show halftime, and then yeah, like I said, they get there two in the second half and. And Everton are no longer safe. They were for for uh, two different spurts in that game, probably equally like about fifteen minutes long. Uh, they a felt draw like they were perfect for them. Yeah, that draw really screwed yeah. them. Not yeah, getting a yeah. draw, and they were they were on track for the draw. You would expected them to to get a draw, but you know now they have to fight the last. They well they have an extra game right, so they Everton they are playing game. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace don't have anything to play for, and I believe it is another game at, at Goodison. So you're going to have the same raucous uh, atmosphere. You gotta, it's actually you going to be to giving it. Palace kind of a taste of their own medicine because gets, it's a night gets, game. Gets, you know, um, Sellers Park is is miserable to go to and win at. Um, so I do like Everton to, to win that game, get clear, and then going into Sunday, it's very possible that it's just Leeds and Burnley. And one, two men enter and one man leaves. Yeah, but so. if, Burnley, if Burnley win at Everton, it, I think it's uh, it's a Burnley win puts them on thirty-seven. Then, oh man, Everton, oof, Everton, and here's another good. question: Everton are not safe yet, <laughs> right? And so, by the time we talk to you next, the the midweek, the Thursday games will have played, been played. Yeah, here's a question going into that: Aston Villa plays Burnley on Thursday, and then Manchester City on Sunday. So they have a say in both ends of the table. Yeah, who, actually, who do they, whose lives do they want to destroy? Exactly. How much of a lineup does Steven Scouse Gerrard put out against Burnley on Thursday? They've got nothing to play for. They're well, they're not locked into 14th. They can get as many as here's the thing, though. I, I, Gerard, Gerard's competitive. He he understands. He he'll they'll play to win. They'll play to win. 
That, that doesn't are you matter. serious? Are you sure? Because he's competitive. I, I, I agree. But if he can, in effect, wink, wink, get his name on the title in Liverpool, <laughs> right? I'm sure. Sh- listen. Either He'll way, he wants win. to win all the games. He's not gonna. He's gonna want to win to 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 beat Burnley so that Everton. What well, you know what I mean? Like he's not gonna tank any of the games. I'm not saying he's going to tank. What I'm saying is he's going to prioritize. Right. I, 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 I think I, that they're not. They're, they don't. They're not good enough to do shit like that. They'll just lose. I don't think he cares. <laughs> like I, I would you. I think if you are Steven Gerrard and you are a change agent, you cannot signal to your players, especially if next season, you know, they might be like, hey, we're going to Europe. We fucking signed Philip Coutinho. They really did yeah. for 20 million out of the whatever. I, you can't say to your players, oh, we're resting. You go, you're fucking tired. I'm fucking tired. You're playing both these fucking games. I, know, I don't care. I know. But yeah. And the other thing is, by the time this game kicks off, Southampton will likely have lost to Liverpool, which means you can't go lower than you are now. So, <laughs> yeah, I I mean, any, anything you get that's above 14th is found money. Literally. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, I think like this, changes he would make are like, oh, you know, um, Buendia over Coutinho, or they'll mix and match. They won't play them both together. They'll right. they'll flip things there. He'll get Ramsey minutes again after he's missed a few games. You know, he's definitely mm-hmm. going to be playing. You know, you know that Mings and McGinn and and Watkins and Louise and Konza, those guys are playing all the games. There's just no, yeah, they, like they they don't have enough. It's, it's to just rotate. rare for a mid to lower table team to have that to much have, say. Well, to have that much say, but have two important games in a week, they just don't. They don't. They don't. Play. No, they never do. So, so this is interesting. Where they're not important for the club, but they're wildly important for the table. And as it pertains to Lampard, where his heartstrings are still in Merseyside, yeah, I'd be surprised. But, but you make a good point about Everton being in the balance on the other end. I think, I think that Liverpool has a little brother. Um, kind of feeling for Everton in the sense that like, no, they hate each other. I don't think, I don't think Liverpool hates them that much. I don't. Well, sorry. They, I don't think the, there isn't like deep, you know, full. It's not top from Arsenal, right? Like, it's, no, it's, no, 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 no. It's not that it's, right. it's, it's the friendly derby mostly. It, it's well, deep, it's the it's, friendly derby because they're never, I mean, they have been similar, but like generally speaking, Everton have never been punching at the weight. Liverpool. Not in, not in, have. not in, no, not, not in recent history, no, but historically they have been. They've been pretty yeah. close. Yeah, that's fair. But we'll see. I mean, I, I just don't I think I think Gerard probably really likes that his team is in the spotlight. I think that he's competitive. I think that he knows that this is one of those things where as a manager, you have got to be on the level, right? It yeah. can't you can't be like, Oh, I want this, I want that. You have to be like, This is my team, and he keeps reiterating it. Listen, Klopp signed his deal. He's not getting that fucking Liverpool job for five years if he yeah. gets it ever yeah. and he has got to become someone who gets to a level it might be an fa cup it might be a league cup it might be challenging for top top places he's got to be in a place where people go you know what steven gerrard deserves that liverpool job and so these are the moments that i think he has to separate himself and be like i gotta let all that shit go and my team is gonna come and fight to win we're gonna fucking relegate everton and we're gonna fucking knock down city not because it's liverpool but because we're aston villa and this is my fucking yeah. team yeah. you know what i mean like i did it again i got myself all jazzed up i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> see i get fucking football leaves me and then i talk about it and i'm like yes i'm fucking back let's go God damn it. <laughs> it's the Pacific time zone, really. That's what's getting you the energy there. Um, so let's uh, speaking of um challenging for top places, yeah. uh I have a going back to the coach of the year laugher about oh, Arteta yeah. to start the show. Um Eddie Howe has a say in this thing. He's not oh, going for to sure, win. For sure. He should. Since he came in, um, they were winless. Winless. Newcastle are seventh in the table since he came in. As head coach, one point behind Manchester United since November eighth. I looked this up. By the way, there's like a um, there's like an Ipswich Town uh, fucking 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like an Ipswich Town site that allows you to see the date ranges. Like, just go to any date in the table. It's fucking. Oh, have amazing. you seen this other Twitter account called like the Other Fourteen that just does the table of without the top six anything? Nice, awesome. nice, nice, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, no. Since since uh, November eighth, they're eleven nine and uh, and with five draws, and it's good. It's good for a European spot if the table, you know, bought out. Are you? That are one. you? Are we saying it here that? That Eddie Howe should have got the Man United job instead of oh, Ten Hag. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I do have I have some theories. I I'm still stuck on Grand Potter. When is he going to become the Tottenham manager? No, he's not because the actual coach of the year is Antonio Conte. Um, <laughs> for the same reason. For the same reason. Since Conte came in, oh, Spurs are third in the table, which is probably where they're overachieving with that fucking squad. Come on. I don't know, man. Romero was hurt for most of that time. So how the fuck did he do it with the center backs he has? Ben Davies? He's got Ben Davies and Eric Dyer back there basically the whole time. And Dave Sanchez. When Dyer's out, they stink. (laughs) I know. I know. No, and he's had a great season. But Ben Davies and Dave Sanchez are not good. Sanchez is a – I would say he is a serviceable uh, off-the-bench center back. Like play him every once in a while. He's a squad player. Fine. Ben Davies is not – and he's been a mainstay the whole time. Reggion is not – he's probably a squad player. Uh, but Sessegnon has had a resurgence under like, over Conte. Dude, can he please learn Matt Doherty was um, unbelievable before his injury. And then, of course, the new signings, Betancourt and, and – They've uh, made, they made a difference. Huge difference, right? And then you've got Son and Kane back off the mat. Sonny, by the way, I don't know the status of Mo Salah going into the last two games, but I would imagine with the Champions League final – they're probably he's hurt. He's got, a, he's got. We didn't cover the big uh, event of the weekend, the nil-nil FA Cup final. Oh God, I didn't. But want so to. right, he got hurt in that, and it sounds like he's going to miss probably the last at two least games. tomorrow. At least tomorrow, he's only one goal up on Sun. By oh, the way, I loved, I loved the fighting. The getting pissed off at Conte was amazing. <laughs> yeah, Sunny kept me like this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's only one one goal behind. He can win it. And the tiebreaker is non-penalty goals, I believe. Sonny has zero because we have that Harry Kane fella. And Salah has five of his 22 goals. I looked it up. You know how many penalties he's drawn? Two. Which means he should be on 19 goals. This is bullshit. <laughs> that should be the stat. If you – if you, all right. What I'll say is this. Well, in, some, com- in some circles, drawing a penalty should be an assist at the minimum. Um. Well, I'll give you the goal. I, I, if you are the penalty taker – and you're like you don't you don't get to benefit from a, a random ass like handball on the side edge of the box, right? Like I'm sorry, that's not going under your ledger. It is, but the but the golden boot should be non penalty goals or non penalty like a net of penalties that you you basically if you draw it and you hit it, it counts. Fine, <laughs> but if you don't and you hit it, it does it counts under non penalty goals. Listen, it. We, it, it, it is odd. Up three it, is, on it, it is odd. It is odd that these penalties are are out here. Wow, I didn't even look at this. City have a chance to score 100 goals for the season. They're on wow. 96. Jeez, that's a fuck done. They just fucking put the pedal to the metal and just if they, they got there. Uh, against Villa and just drop a six on. Like, oh, oh, hey, um Steve Oh, you Jar, guys were worried. From, you're from Liverpool and they just like fucking suplex them right through the table. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm scared. I'm nervous because a game is a game. But to be fair, City are minus, they're minus 1,000 to win the league. Yeah. And I believe Liverpool are plus 600. Well, plus the, 600. after they win tomorrow, those odds will get better, right? But like. You know what? They got to win two games and City have to lose. Yeah. So that what are the odds of them winning two games and City lose? Don't say that. Don't I'm not say praying. That. I'm praying gonna, to the only gods I've ever known. I've been watching the the Always Sunny podcast, and I cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. So we're gonna start doing that. Like anytime, anytime you start jinxing yourself, like cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that. Uh, yeah. So do we? I mean, we probably haven't done this enough because because we're not like take merchants. But I did notice that uh, the boys on Sky, Gary Neville and Gary and and Jamie Carriker, did their teams favorites. teams of the season. Oh, we do we have to do that. That did come out. Harry Kane is in up front with Son and Salah. In the middle, there's some debate for De Bruyne, 
Silva and Rice. I don't like Silva and Rice. And then at the back, Van Dyke, Matip, Cancelo, Trent is uh, sort of the consensus there. But I'll, I don't I'll, hate any of that. Yeah, I don't hate any of that either. The tricky part is for as a City fan, Rodri has been incredible uh, just holding holding the team together. But I'm going to go pull up the exact uh, things once I get to the squeaky. I think Rice is, a fair, Rice is a fair shout. I don't think Rice makes it because he's just not good enough. So so here's Gary Neville's. Gary Neville's is a back. Yeah, I got it. Gary Neville's back four is Walker, Diaz, Van Dyke, Robertson, which is crazy. De Bruyne, Rodri, Silva, Salah, Kane, Son. He's obviously I, – I can see Walker. Diaz has not been good. I don't know what game he's watching. And, <laughs> and then um, Jamie Carragher, who's usually the better of the two in terms of analytics. Like uh, Carragher really loves watching football and just watches everything. I don't think Gary Neville does. Uh, Carragher's back four is a little too Liverpool heavy. It's – Alexander Arnold, Matip, Van Dyke, Cancelo in the middle, De Bruyne, Rice, Silva, Bernardo Silva, uh, Salah, Kane, Son. Um, I would the front three. I don't think there's an argument. There's nobody. Yeah, no, it's not close. I mean, the only person who could get a shout, maybe if you feel frisky, is like Bowen, yeah, or Jota. Well, I was gonna say Jota or Mane, Jota's... like one of these, one of these guys. No, but Jota's it... the pick. I think yeah. there. I think Robertson has a shout in, in, in the Over Cancelo? No way. Well, he's got 10 assists, right? So I think it's close. I'm not saying over Cancelo. I'm saying, you know. It's tough because it's only 11, right? It's you, really hard. You really, for the sake of, you know, objectivity, you can't put Trenton and you can't have a full Liverpool back line. Yeah, you can't. Right. right you can't have. You're right. You can't have a full Liverpool back line when the best defense in the league, in the top five leagues is cities. That doesn't make sense. Like, but but then it's hard to pick a center back out of the back line yeah. of City because they kind of mix and match all the time. So right, right, it is right. difficult. Uh, but if there is one defensive player who is defensive on City's back line, the best defender of the group is Walker. So, but you mm-hmm. can't put him in over Alexander Arnold because he's the greatest winger in the league. So it is. I understand why it's hard. Matip is the one that that gets weird. You want to kind of have like a back four of. Alexander Arnold, Walker, Van Dyke, and Cancelo. <laughs> that would be what you'd really want to do if you got really loose. But um, do you have any argument against Kane? What other striker would be in the middle there? Nobody, right? Jota. Jota. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, and, and the thing is that he's he's closing. So it's like um, it's like watching the Kentucky Derby and like the favorite comes gallivanting on the outside. You're like, oh, there's fucking Harry Kane again, right? Like. Um, that's how this season has sort of felt watching him. Uh, horrible start. He wasn't even there. And yet at the end of the day, he's still fourth in goals. Uh, and and the interesting thing here is that not once did we even flinch and bring up anybody from United, much less Cristiano Ronaldo. That is the oh, – sorry, I, it did go on Twitter. The argument is that Ronaldo go there. But there's no way. <sighs> okay. The team, the team is terrible, and he does nothing else. Yeah, I I mean, look, I won't argue that Cristiano Ronaldo has a shout here. He does, but I sure. think, but I think I'd rather have Jota's body of work than Ronaldo's. And that I think the difficulty is is narrative wise, those goals that he scored for United, essentially that team finishes in the bottom half of the league. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right, and he had moments like momenty moments where you're just like, I can't believe Ronaldo. Fu-. Like he has really, he's got 18 goals. They needed those 18. Oh, if like, you look all at how, of them. Many, <laughs> how many points his goals won them, right? Like I remember yeah. seeing a stat, like I don't know, yeah. it was in like November yeah. from a few years back. And they're like, actually, Harry Kane's goals haven't meant anything. So shut the fuck up. Right um, now, the argument I Ronaldo's goals counted every yeah. single one of them. The argument I have with Kane and Son is basically like. The only reason Son is there is because of Kane. It's because of Kane. Right? And yeah, sure, Kane only ha- only has 13 goals. But he's playing De Bruyne's role and his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, um, you know, Kevin De Bruyne is there because he's just so dynamic, especially in the last five weeks. But he did have some down periods. And right, Rice that's is- what I mean. Like, yeah, it's tough. The body of work is tough to find. Because like we said, when we were, we're tired, this has been seven months. 
I don't remember how Kevin De Bruyne played in November because he wasn't that he was okay. Like, yeah, you know, but in that period of season, hurt. Bernardo Silva was incredible. But if you're a City fan, City fans know Silva has not been great. Sorry, he's been workmanlike in the last yeah, season, but yeah, not yeah. like dynamic. Look, if you want to make a hot takey uh, yeah, best exactly. eleven, you know, you can put Christian Eriksen in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah, like, yeah. because, because I, I look at a spot in the best 11 as like an MVP argument. It's not necessarily, and yeah. this is why Ronaldo doesn't get in. It's not because they're who are the best players, it's who are the most valuable players. You know what you really need? This is what they really need. And I do have them, I think. It needs to be like the NBA. They need like first team, second team. Sure. Yeah. I like a second that. team 11 gets more fun, honestly. Yeah, I honestly, I, uh, I, that's that would need some homework. Right, that would be good, right? Because then yeah. you're like Odegaard, 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 Bowen, Bowen. Pascal <laughs> Gross. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, where's Norgard? He's the best holding midfielder in the middle of, of the right, division, right? Sure. Like the guy that the league in like, tackles and assists. And by the way, um, speaking of you know, not a mention of a single Chelsea player. Does Mason Mount Which have is an argument? Bizar- right, exactly. Biz- right, because th- right then. How does Rudiger not get in the second team yeah. all defense, right? Yeah. Like, do yeah. they have it gets really interesting, right? Do you get all defense? Do you do, you know, uh, it would be, I think you could do three for sure, but there's only 20 teams with a lot of You could players. do, no, I, you wouldn't want to do more than two. Think about it. The NBA is 31, 32 teams. Yeah, but it's only five players. So you need three teams. But yeah, right. Sure, sure, sure. Right. But it, would, still, it would be tough, I though. It would start, be tough. I would stop it too. But yeah, to the, yeah, I think they do have second team. But they should fucking have better names. Like team of the season sounds so lame. I know they do tots. I know like that's a that's a FIFA thing. But yeah, I love all defense and all all NBA. It's just a great. It's just all Premier League. Oh, yeah, 11. The, um, it's just a great. Who was great the guy on the Spurs that was on it every year and he was just miserable to play against in the playoffs? Like Tim Bowen. Duncan? No. Oh yeah, Jared Bowen. Yeah. I mean, no, sorry. that's your Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bruce Bowen. Yeah. Because yes. he. Cheated. I wanted to say Bruce Bowen. You know what? He did good. I loved him. I loved that. You guy. loved a shit. He was a shit Hauser black basketball player. He was. He was like if Hoybier could figure it out. <laughs> He's um, kind of like uh, Pat Pat Beverly now, who's this yeah. scrappy junk dog who's like, I had to play in fucking Russia. You gonna tell me about <laughs> working hard? So, I played so in you, Russia, bitch. You know what I was thinking? Um, here's a, a slightly, I suppose, spicy take. Um, Ooh, spice. If uh, if Lee's were to go down, Oof, I good. might. Put a mortgage payment on them to win the championship next year because they no they're gonna get you don't you think they're just gonna crater? No, I not that they're gonna crater, but the championship is too fucking hard. You can't but fuck with it. You've okay, but think about why they're in the position they are. They have been Injured. decimated. Yeah, decimated. You're gonna put Bamford and James and Ailing and all the guys who are out currently back on that club with Rafinha. Maybe they sell Rafinha. Rafinha in that will case, go. he'll be like. In I'm that case, I hold here. on. <laughs> uh, Buy I, him. You Tottenham. you mentioned him. You, you did mention the championship, which means I have to go to my children. Let's go to the. I actually saw well, Nottingham Forest or. Uh... Yeah, no, it was uh, Luton Town yes. <laughs> versus versus uh, our friends from Huddersfield Town. These are now when we're in the championship. There's no longer cities; it's all towns. Everything gets a little smaller. <laughs> and a forest. <laughs> and a forest, right? exactly. <laughs> so, so Huddersfield Town are now punched their ticket to the final to Wembley, to Wembley, and they will face the winner of Sheffield versus Nottingham Forest. Forest had a two-goal lead in their game, but Sander Berg. Pulled one back in the 91st oh, minute. I remember that, that name. Two, that he was good. He, he's From, actually the reason why Sheffield went down because yes. he missed the whole season and they spent like $50 million on yes. him. So he is a champions – he is like a lesser country Champions League player. So he's like a – I'm on the best team in Denmark. I'm in the Champions League level player. Yeah. Uh, but he's playing for Sheffield. Uh, he was one of Chris, Chris Wilder's better signings. Mm-hmm. But that goal puts the fear of God into the Forest fans who are – now in year 17 in the wilderness yeah. and have not fared well in the playoffs. You want to talk about typical city and, ha- and feeling fear. You want to talk about a broken fan base. Go find a fucking forest uh, blog and you'll be like, oh, wow, this is a place I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> this is like therapy. These people are like 
Uh, they're in the Appalachians. They're on fucking OxyContin. They're not doing well. They I'm need saying, help. <laughs> I look at the I look at the squad uh, the list of clubs uh-huh. in the championship. You lose Fulham. You lose Bournemouth. They're coming up. Obviously, Watford and Norwich are going down. You're going to yeah. tell me that Leeds aren't going to kick the fucking shit out of everybody in this division. I understand it's it's tough. I'm not saying it's not. It's and tough. I don't know enough about the championship to say this. I will tell you the teams that Leeds are, are so much better. Yeah. I'll tell you the teams that I keep an eye on that are good and have a good manager. I would bet on Middlesbrough being close because Chris Wilder, second season, he's a builder. He's done it with Sheffield. The teams that come down usually have money, which is why you see Huddersfield is in the playoffs and is close. Uh, they were recently in the league. It's not mm-hmm. a great team, but whatever. But they're hanging and, around. Right? And then I do – I think Forrest, if they don't make it, they've been pushing – they might mm-hmm. have to sell their best player. So their best player is a young man of 20 named Brennan Johnson. Keep an eye on him. 16 and 10 in the fucking division. So 16 goals, 10 assists. You're talking about a guy who comes up and completely transforms your team at 20 years old. Yeah. Forrest, if they don't make it, they may have to sell him or they may go again. Hopefully they can hold on to him. He's 20 years old. He shouldn't want to come up. He should want to stay with Forrest and try yeah. and bring them up. Uh, but their their coach, Steve Cooper, incredible job. They were dead and buried under Hewton. He completely changed the team. Forrest has been the best team in the league since they changed their manager. It's just they it was a bridge too far to, for them to catch uh, Bournemouth, who collapsed somewhat down the stretch, but not really. They, won, they finished second in the league by eight points. But right now, Forrest are the biggest team in that division and have been for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So they've got to pull this out. Um, if they're going against Huddersfield, Huddersfield are not good <laughs> relative to – they've got a 30-goal difference between them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like Forrest are just way better. Yeah, so no, I'm, I'm looking at that. They're the favorites uh, to go up at this point through the playoff. Right. Uh, Luton, Heroic, they're gone, but it's all about whether Forrest can make it. Yeah. Because getting Forrest into the Premier League, you want to talk about a shot of history into your arm – that is just like, whoa, you mm-hmm. know, we get a historic club. We're getting lead, We're getting Brian Clough. We're getting the red. We're getting that fucking logo with a tree on it, which is the yeah. greatest thing in the whole fucking world. Yeah. <laughs> and we're getting, you know, uh, fucking Robin Hood. I mean, it's Nottingham. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole thing. I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm excited for next year. I, I Having Fulham and Bournemouth already in the league. Um 74 goals for Bournemouth, 106 they for really Fulham. They're got they're not going to run. We've said this on the show. We're going to have 20 real real football teams. Um hopefully yeah. assuming Burnley goes down. I mean, but, I don't um, I I mean, I know Scott Parker left Fulham, went to Bournemouth and is going to bring them up, which is kind of yeah. dirty. Uh but that I don't trust him. I don't think he's a particularly good I get that. I'm not going to argue expect, that necessarily either, but he's I would going expect to Bournemouth to go back down, honestly. But he's going to play attractive football, for sure football yeah. um interesting speaking of bournemouth they're going to have eddie howe at newcastle taking yes. on scott parker scott parker's bournemouth which i find very very intriguing for next year yes. um that's so gonna be championship fun. Uh, when when i know i will make sure i'm sure by thursday we'll know when the championship game is for who's going up it's a single game playoff it is probably it not not is probably it is the most valuable football game in the world. In the world. You yeah. win, you are on track. It transforms your club, and you are on track for possibly $200 million mm-hmm. at least, right? 180 for per season plus whatever parachute payments. I would expect, honestly, if born, if Burnley go down, they would be the ones that I would see scrapping their way back up because that team's tough, even if they're fucking shitty. I don't know what Burnley means anymore without Dyche, and I think that they have a bit of a – unpredictable identity crisis themselves. This is going to be a huge summer for them. Um, yeah. Because yeah, we don't know if they go down, they could co- collapse because well, they could, but they, but well, the point that I'm making is like, they need to take that parachute money and be like, okay, everybody on the fucking pitch is 36 years old and pasty and sh- as shit. So like we need some reinforcements. We need to be able to, to stem the tide and say the Burnley that lived in the premier league for almost a decade doing this is dead. So we either need 
to get a Maybe new they crop. need to stay down there and consolidate and just be like, we're going to finish 10th. That's entirely then possible. Sixth, then third and come back up. That's entirely possible. Right. And, and if that's the case, then they need a new crop of foot soldiers and they're going to need some time to find them. Um, or they're going to try and throw a bunch at the wall and try and get another Cornet and have some players. Well, Cornet to... will leave. He'll just go. No, no. He's well, what I'm saying is yeah. have either, either they keep him or, and, and build around him or they replace him uh, or, or, or do their best to, to replace him. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very interested anyway. in if Burnley goes down, what that ends up meaning for them. And what they look like going into next year in the championship. So yeah, Leeds. Lead, I mean, it's existential to go down. It just is. It is. And and we gonna we have to deal with it every year. Which but like sucks. if is Patrick want, Bamford gonna leave Leeds? That's my point. Like he's, I don't. I don't think he's good. I think he might be just okay. But if Alexander Mitrovic can score forty goals in the championship, <laughs> fucking Patrick Bamford's got thirty five. They spent a lot of money. A lot. Who Harry leads? Wilson. No, Fulham, a lot of money. Oh, oh yeah. No, I I understand. But what I'm saying like is 10 times more than anyone in You're the taking them and you're taking Bournemouth out of the league. What I'm saying no, is. No, no, I like, understand. Somebody has to win. Somebody has to win. And and Leeds are assuming Rafinha, which is a probably a bad assumption, right? They yeah, he will going. be sold if they go down. But even without that, you still have more than enough to win promotion, I think. I, I don't think you're in the playoffs if you're Leeds. That's my point. Is that if if you're Leeds, you're like, Jesse March stays with you. Hey, we're going to be back in a year. I'm not worried about it for a minute. Here's where our plan is. Here's where we're going to go. He's yeah, been it's, inspirational it's very Ted Lasso. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, it is. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. What else you got? I I think we covered everything. I mean, we've almost covered all the results aside from like your Lester's and your Wolves. Or who cares about that? We Well, let's just sum it up. You know, we've got... A weekend, we've got a couple games. We've got Liverpool tomorrow, and then we have a bunch of Thursday games, mostly involving the relegation battle, especially Everton and Burnley playing, Villa and um, and uh, I don't even remember who Everton's playing, respectively. <clears throat> oh, Everton. Yeah. Uh, Villa. They're playing Villa. Right. No, no Ever- Burnley, Burnley are playing Villa. Our brains are broken. It's okay. And then we've got the final. We go on Thursday. We, we, we do the final fucking... Weekend of the season, I will give some house cleaning. We'll probably do one. We'll probably do the Champions League final, and then we got to take a break because we, we do. We do. We'll take. We're gonna take like two months off, yeah, or a month, at least a month. We'll, we'll figure probably, it out. We'll yeah. figure it out. But because yeah. uh, the season's gonna come right back in, then the World Cup's gonna come in. We're gonna have. It's gonna be November before. We're gonna be like, what? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I'm gonna move. I've got to move on Thursday. So there maybe you go. I'll, yeah, I gotta. Oh shit! So maybe there's an episode missing there. Anyway, we'll figure it out. All right, I'm gonna be doing it from the attic or the garage again. All right, the Anne Frank edition. <laughs> nice. Right, and that's it. Oh yes, that was the Squeaky Pump Time podcast with Mike Salerno and the Raw Cortez. We are the. You're gonna have to whisper. You have to. You're gonna have to talk about it like this the whole time. Sports doing. Network. <laughs> We record on Tuesdays and Fridays with or without Aaron Frank. So be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. Uh, you always stay till the end. On Apple, please rate and review the show because I and Frank could not agree. Or always stay to the end. It's when our best jokes come in. 